Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. We're live from Bullfrog Spas, their clearance center. Come see us, 7200 South. 700 West in the Riverwalk Shopping Center. If you want to plug in the exact address, 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard. But uh, come on by and check out these great deals on spas. Grab some jazz gear while it's uh, still here, Gordon, and uh, have a chat with us. We love talking uh, to our listeners and uh, talking a little jazz basketball during the Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. The only thing I'm disappointed is how much support you're getting for your hat. I am getting a lot of support here locally for my hat. Yeah, People are... All right. I'll, I'll concede that. Yep, see, another really? thumbs are you up. Really, are you really saying that? It, see, he likes it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming in. What are you guys Good saying? to see you. Yay or nay on the hat? Yay right there. Yay right Yay? there. Really? You would wear that? Absolutely, of course. Look, it's a good-looking oh, hat. We've got a bunch of confident men walking around It is here, a good-looking hat. I tell you what, and I love our listeners coming in and giving me positive feedback on yeah, my you hat. Yeah, you want to look like Ann Mabel, come on in and Aunt take Aunt Mabel, are you kidding uh, me? I think that that's a hat for people who just don't care. That's yeah, 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 and he doesn't. I do You're not. Right. Uh-huh. Plus, it keeps the, the sun off. Uh, uh, that, that's good, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, Do you play golf in that hat? I haven't yet. I told you, but are, I would, are you going I would to? play golf in this hat. It's still relatively new yet. I guess you put the shades on. It might look kind of cool, sort of, in a limited sort of way. Man, you're just into hurting my feelings today. I tell you you're what. You're just so proud of it. It's a good-looking hat. Okay. I don't want to belabor the point. Too late. All right. Let's, uh, let's get a Houston Rockets perspective on uh, the big trade yesterday. Um, Matt Thomas. What time did that trade go down? When did, when oh, did, probably. Because it was after our show ended. 7.30 maybe-ish, yeah. somewhere around there. Okay. Something in, in that neighborhood. All right. I don't know. I was juggling a toddler. and did, uh, you, did it blow you away? Did you think, holy cow? I mean, what, it's just we thought, we thought that he was headed to Miami. So it did blow me away a little bit. In hindsight, I don't think it should have because we knew that Houston was, was going to be aggressive. And you, I think it was you, in fact, I know it was you who brought up uh, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook exchange yeah. a, a few days ago. And I've got to admit, I, I dismissed it because I thought, God, why would, why would anybody want to take Chris Paul's contract, even Oklahoma City? So they got rid of Chris Paul and his contract and they took on a heavier contract for uh, a longer period of time. Yeah, but a younger player, right? Because Chris Paul is thirty four, going to be thirty five this this upcoming season. So I I got to admit I was skeptical because I thought Chris Paul's contract was so toxic, and not only was it not toxic enough for Houston to be able to move it, but also Oklahoma City seems confident they're going to be able to move it again. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, if Miami they probably will. If Miami does that, I think they're just so foolish. Such a not Pat Riley thing to do, I would think. But then again, Miami hasn't really been relevant since LeBron left. But see, it depends, again, it depends on the situation of a team. Every team has different goals. Uh, They all want to win it all, I get that. But they're all different stages in this thing. And 
Chris Paul coming into certain situations could help. Although it is takes up an awful lot of that salary cap. All right, well, let's hear what Matt Thomas had to say. He's the play-by-play voice of the Houston Rockets. He used to do radio right here right. locally. Matt, a good mm-hmm. friend of uh, the station, as well as uh, a lot of us, and he does a terrific job hosting a show down there in Houston and then calling Rockets games. He was on with Hanson Scotty. Uh, they asked how exactly or how well would Russ and Harden fit together? And Tony, because he gets multi-millions of dollars to do that. So... I don't have an answer for you like I didn't have an answer for the day that Chris Paul came here. But Chris Paul and James Harden, if you were to take their entire body work together, worked well for about 90% of the time. Guys, as you know, they were one win away from beating the Western, uh, Western Conference champion, soon-to-be NBA champion, Golden State Warriors two years ago. Yeah. I firmly believe, and I will follow my sword on this, that the Rockets get one of those two games with Chris Paul's uh, answering with Elkley. It wasn't. Injuries are a part of life, so you move on. This year... Chris's deterioration dropped a little bit. I don't think anybody that watched the Rockets would disagree with that. Maybe even Chris wouldn't disagree with it. But at the end of the day, James really thought, I'm the best go-to guy. Chris, on the other hand, said, move the ball around so it doesn't become 100% James. And that's where you ran into a little bit of a kerfuffle. By no means, gentlemen, did they hate each other. By no means was it they weren't speaking. I travel with the team. I can tell you if it was, and I t- told us today that all that stuff was coming out. But am I 100% surprised Chris Paul got traded? No. But I will tell you this. I was pretty resolved with the fact that he was going to stay here until Paul George said he wanted to leave, and then Russ Westbrook said, okay, I think I'll go find somewhere else. So I don't have an answer for you on it. I just can't wait to find out. There is the same, if not even a wee bit more, excitement here in Houston for this move as compared to Chris because, look, for as crazy as crazy Russ is, he's still very much in the prime of his NBA career. Yeah. Uh, Matt Thomas, play-by-play voice of the Rockets, joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. So when you look at the how this team is built, give me your starting lineup now that Westbrook's on this team. All right, Westbrook is the true point. Uh, I think, obviously, Harden will play the two, and I think that Mike D'Antoni will stagger them like they did with Chris Paul, where you'll have at least one, as he would say, Hall of Fame point guard on the floor at the same time. Okay. P.J. Tucker is your three. Uh, or excuse me, um, Eric Gordon will probably be your three, and that's really a big guard as compared to a true, legitimate small forward. You have P.J. Tucker, who is the heart and soul of this basketball team and plays much bigger than his 6'5", 6'6", frame. And then you have Clint Capella, uh, who is still here. The uh, Rockets apparently today, according to Mark Stein, uh, signed Tyson Chandler. They're in on the Andre Iguodala conversation with a potential trade with Memphis. Uh, they've re-signed Gerald Green. They've re-signed Daniel Haas, who had a nice spurt, uh, spurt with the team. So it's got a nice little nine-man rotation. Is it the favorite of the West? No. But I'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to go to any of the markets, including Salt Lake, and anybody be beating their chest right now to say we are the definitive favorites in the West. I think it is as wide open as the three of us, as adult men who have watched basketball for most of our lives, have ever seen the NBA Western Cup <laughs> How much pressure gets put on Mike D'Antoni in this trade, and and how do the how does the fan base feel about Mike D'Antoni at this point? It runs fifty fifty. Um, you know, I just finished a three hour show where I talked about you know, Russell Westbrook for ninety five percent of the time, and some of it was no matter if Russell Westbrook's here, Chris Paul's here, James Harden's going to be here. Mike D'Antoni's number one NBA championship. So you're going to find people that are going to say that he is incapable, that he is, you know he shrinks his playoff rotation, which by the way. 90% of the NBA teams do. We saw in the NBA Finals, we saw those rotation drops. 
And then you've got a certain number of the people that say no matter who the coach is, James Harden's going to shoot the ball 35 times, and Russell Westbrook's going to shoot 30 times, and everybody else is going to combine for the other 30 shots. So it really runs hot and cold. As you guys know, when you, and I've been on your show before, I'm a huge Mike D'Antoni fan. He is one of the most innovative minds in offensive basketball in the history of the NBA. He figured out a way to get Chris and James to play nice for as long as they did. And especially in this particular case where Russ and James are good friends, that helps tremendously, one. And number two, they played together with each other for three years. So are they different players than they were seven years ago? Of course. But it's still a basketball. It's still 94 feet. And you have two of the most electrifying offensive scorers in the league on one team. I like to take my chances with that. So to your point, and I think this is something that Hans and I talked about a little bit earlier in the program, is that you've got to, if you're going to build a team like this, you've got to have a coach that can deal with alphas, and you've got to have a coach that can be really creative on a system. And you feel like Mike D'Antoni fits the bill with all of that. Yeah. The only issue is, frankly, is, and I'm sure you, I don't know if you've done much talk about this, is Mike is just working on his on lame duck season. Yes. And you guys know it not only college sports, but in the NBA or any, any sports, very rarely do you see coaches working on the last year of a contract. So, I don't know how much that plays into it. I can't envision the Rockets getting off to a slow start. Um, but I think Mike just wanted a certain dollar amount. I think his agent drove a lot of that. So I will tell you this, as comfortable as you ever can be, they're comfortable. Both sides are hoping that they win 60 games, hoping they win a utterly wide-open West, and that Mike D'Antoni gets another two- or three-year contract before he retires to eventually you know, leave with a championship or at least be at the NBA Finals level. But uh, – there is no one in the NBA, and I've been around a lot of coaches, both college and pro, that can take an offense, take the pieces, and make it innovative and interesting. And when it's on, unstoppable. Threes and dunks. Look, it's you know, the dunks are easy. The layups, it's the three-point shot. It's the constant barrage. And I can go back, guys, to a couple of years ago in that Utah Rockets series. Uh, you know, the Rockets took the Jazz soul because of the fact that you kept hitting one three-point shot after the other, and that's the game plan, is give guys on the floor with the Rockets the best look at the high, at a high percentage three-point shot, and I think that won't really change. What do you think about the haul that you sent to OKC, the two swaps and the two first picks? Well, if you've watched or uh, witnessed the Rockets at all the last handful of years, we don't draft anybody. <laughs> you know what the draft party was like this year? It was minimal. We introduced new uniforms. <laughs> the Rockets had no draft picks. They just don't keep them. The last first-round pick the Rockets had uh, was, um, well, I'm going to go back with four or five years ago. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank now. He went to the Cl- he was part of the Clippers trade. Uh, oh, Sam Decker. Oh, there you go. That's it. Sam Decker, and before that, Clint Capella. The Rockets. Hell, the Rockets traded a first-round pick to get Iman uh, uh, Shumpert, and he hardly played for the team. We, the Rockets just, and this is more Daryl Morey. No, I should say the Rockets. Daryl Morey uses them as trade chips, and that is all. Because he feels like the Rockets are in the have category, meaning I can go get the free agent I want to if I have money. I can make the trade. Where if you're Oklahoma City, if you're Minnesota, if you're Charlotte, if you're Atlanta, if you're Orlando, you're probably going to have to build through your drafts. That's why the first-round picks have never really been relevant around these parts for a long time. Uh, just to be upfront, I've never interviewed Daryl Morey. I, I met him once here at a jazz game, but it was brief. Uh, I don't know him as a man or as a as you know as a person. I know that the owner of the Rockets came out and said we are going to be aggressive. We're going to change this thing. Was this this wasn't a knee jerk thing just to make an owner happy? Was it? I can't imagine Daryl Morey would would get sucked into something like that. 
No, I think I think that the Chris Paul conversation was real, but I think they were resigned to the fact that if Paul George would have not gone to the Clippers, that Chris Paul would have been a Houston Rocket. Because, guys, the contract is immense. It's still yeah. three years left on it, over $120 million for a guy who's 34 who had a massive drop-off. So it wasn't like people were knocking down the door to get, trade, to get Chris Paul. But at the end of the day, when that trade was t- took place and Paul George became a Los Angeles Clipper, there was the thought of Russell Westbrook is in Oklahoma City, essentially by himself. He wants to go somewhere else. They're ready to get rid of his large contract. Who could take it on and what could you get in return? And look what Oklahoma City has done between the two, the two trades. with seven first-round draft picks, which I think they'll spin some of them to Miami. And I think they're starting from scratch. And if I was Oklahoma City, while it'd be, it would suck to see Durant where he is, James Harden doing what he's doing, Russell Westbrook, maybe these middle markets, that's what you kind of have to do right now. Matt, if I gave you the Clippers or the Lakers roster to go be the head coach of right now, who do you want to coach? The Clippers and a name even close. Yeah. Montrez Harrell I like. Pat Beverly re-signs. Um, look, Kawhi Leonard it was amazing except for Game 7. I mean, still, I think he's retaking his spot as the best, one of the best two-way players and not the best two-way player in the NBA. Paul George can just crush you in a very small time with five three-pointers in a short period of time. He says his shoulders are healthy and fine. I trust him on that. That's a that's a better lineup. I think the Lakers have still got some other pieces to get to. And guys, I, mean, I don't know if people agree or not. Did we, for the first time in LeBron James' amazing career, see the first downturn? And that's what I think we're still having to figure out is, is he coming back as the as LeBron a two or three years ago? Or is he the guy that's going to have to have, he's going to have injury issues and not play a full season anymore? Because full season LeBron is amazing. 55 team LeBron. We saw it last year when he came back from the Lakers. It didn't help them out at all. They didn't make the playoffs. That was Matt Thomas, radio voice of the uh, Houston Rockets, giving his take on what happened. And um, I, I, I see where Matt's coming from, Gordon, on the, the Russell Westbrook trade. I mean, you, you add two players of that caliber, and you, you can't help but think positively about the, the possibilities. And I do think that this is. I don't want to say Houston is desperate, but I do think there's a little bit of a this is their play to to take advantage of having a superstar like James Harden. And after this, I don't know really how much else they could do. And so this kind of has to work a little bit. But I, I just I get the optimism. I just don't know if it's that simple. The greatest optimism centers around what Matt was talking about, which I agree with completely, that it is so freaking wide open. Yeah. And that's, we haven't seen this in a long time. That's where the optimism should come from for the Rockets and probably a bunch of teams, including the Jazz. But the Rockets are, are, are taking a gamble here. I don't know how else you can categorize this because nobody knows if it's really going to work. Now, I know they probably talked to the players involved, and these guys have been teammates before. But those were different circumstances. That was a different time. How is it going to work now? Russell Westbrook and Harden, for that matter, better be willing to be pliable, malleable in this whole thing. Because they're going to have to change, both of them, accommodate one another. Because they're not going to – a lot of times uh, Chris Paul would come in and uh, Harden would go out. And they can't – they have to work together. They have to work together in this scenario. 
All right, Gordon, we are live here at Bullfrog Spa's Clearance Center, 7200 South, 700 West in the Riverwalk Shopping Center, 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard. If you want to plug that on into your phone, you can get uh, directions to us. But we are uh, hanging out with our good friend Dan down here. And, uh, Dan, it's we, we had um, a, a little while ago a whole family in here chesting out the tubs, chesting out the furniture. And it's, it's kind of what you guys at Bullfrog are all about, family experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's that backyard living and creating some places in in your home and at your home that are that are great gathering places and and the backyard hot tub a bullfrog spa can be the centerpiece of that of that backyard experience. So it's really it's fun to see people come in and and, and pick out some patio furniture, pick out a spa, and, uh, and kind of recreate their recreate their backyard. Jake wanted to uh, to get some of this furniture and put it inside his house. Uh, Seriously, when you sit in some of this. Stuff. It's, it's awesome. Like, oh, this is a little nicer than my living room yeah, furniture. Yeah, it really true. is. It, it yeah. Just really, really, really high quality patio furniture. You're certainly a cut above what you're going to find at most big box stores, mass merchants. But because of uh, the relationship we have with some of these uh, furniture manufacturers and the fact that uh, we're making it part of this inventory clearance initiative, you'll you'll save uh, up to 45 percent off of the regular prices oh. on some of this patio furniture. So. So yeah, let's we'll outfit your indoor and outdoor uh, living areas, Jake. Well, well, it might both need it for me, so we may have to talk a little bit later. <laughs> but uh, but there might be a lot of people driving around the road who think you you know all that sounds good and uh, a spa would be great, but I don't think I can go for, uh, afford it. The prices have been uh, never been lower, and with the financing options you were talking about, people can afford this stuff, no problem. Yeah, payments as low as eighty nine dollars a month. Most payments are ranging somewhere between eighty nine. And 139 or 49 dollars a month, so really very very affordable from that standpoint. Uh, your, the sale prices are several thousand dollars off of our our regular prices, and, and it's because we have some. We're growing. We uh, we're in the process of building a, a new manufacturing plant, and the one that we're in, uh, we needed to take some of our storage space and turn it into manufacturing space, and so we moved a bunch of this product out here to this this uh, facility here in Midvale, and it's a great opportunity to get a great deal on on really you know. As I look here, we've got about every model we manufacture out here in a whole bunch of different colors. So great opportunity to really see the, the range of Bullfrog Spas as well. Get down here. Take advantage of it. Uh, the Clearance Center is only going to be here through this month. So the time is ticking. 7200 South, 700 West. Dan, uh, we appreciate you. Dan, i got one quick question. Do people put their spas indoors? Oh, it's a great question. Yeah, I would say it looks to us like somewhere between... Five and ten percent of these spas go indoors. So most commonly, they're in the backyard on a on a deck or a concrete pad, a patio, or or really any solid level surface. But but they can go in. They can go in an indoor room. They can go. Uh, they go. They can go in a large master bath. There's there's all sorts of things you can do with these. So indoor or outdoor and. Uh, and really, it's as simple as an electrical connection. It's not like it's a big construction project. It can move with you to your next home if you move. Awesome. Check it out. 7200 South, 700 West. Well, more of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You know, a couple seasons ago when Chris Paul went to the Rockets, I thought to myself, there's really only one other trade that would make me hate the Rockets more than this, and that was Russ, but that'll be the day. Ha! I'll never happen. Turns out, never say never. Also, I don't even think it'll help him that much. 
I think the Rockets are done. Rest in peace, Rockets. I hate you. I know I'm supposed to want the Rockets to win because it'll make the Jazz look better, but I don't! I want them to lose! I hope James Harden never gets a championship and is forgotten from the history of the NBA and his only legacy will be that he flops like a limp noodle. I want to rip his stupid beard off of his face and use it to cover up the bleach spot on Clint Capella's head. I want to stuff the rest of his hair down Chris Paul's throat and I want to do a DNA test on Tucker and Gordon because I swear those guys are the same freaking person. Wow. There you go. Utah's number one Houston Rocket fan. Aggressive. Woof. Josh, shout out to Josh. I like it. Welcome on back. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from the Bullfrog Spas Clearing Center. Still have time to come by and see us. Grab some jazz gear, 7200 South, 700 West. Uh, just basically jump off 515 on 7200 South, head west, and you'll run right into us. If you hit top you, golf, you went too far. Do you agree with what he was saying there, essentially, aside from the hate stuff that, uh, that the Rockets are just sort of straightening their deck chairs on the titanic a little bit yeah i i do um i do think it's going to make them extraordinarily unpopular because the rockets were already annoying to watch now it's going to be even worse um how bad how bad is it for james harden i mean as far as fan reaction goes does everyone dislike the way he plays I mean, because that's what it seems like, and I, I don't know whether that's true or not, but we certainly hear it a lot from from fans of opposing teams. Um, I would think most fans feel that way, although I'll tell you this. I, uh, David Locke said a bunch of times he loves watching James Harden play. He does? Well, because James is really effective at what he does. I mean, he's one of the best offensive players well, I mean, that's, on the, in the history of the that's NBA. That's without question, but the way he does it is not – it's obnoxious. It's it's just not uh, aesthetically pleasing at times. Well, he's I think he's one of those players where he's easy to dislike if he's not on your team, and you probably love him without condition if he is. I mean, Carl Malone didn't play the most uh, aesthetically pleasing style, and fans around here embraced him for true. decades. True. That's true. And Russell Westbrook is probably, if Harden is 1 or 1A, Westbrook is probably 1B, isn't he, in that regard? I, I think watching Houston play next year is going to be awful. How would you like to be Eric Gordon right now or I mean, P.J. Tucker? You realize you're never going to shoot the ball again? Yeah. I mean, what, what are those guys thinking? Well, where, where is the room for them? You know, you know Eric Gordon loves jacking up shots. Well, the way that uh, Matt Thomas put it, and he's probably not far off, he's, he said James Harden's going to take his 30 to 35 shots, Russell Westbrook's going to take 30, and that's going to leave 30 for the rest of the team. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Maybe it's That doesn't ex- sound healthy. See, but here's the thing. Maybe it's extremely effective. I don't know if that's the way I'd bet, but the, the thing about James Harden is he's frustrating to watch play. He holds the ball the whole game, but he's really effective. He's really, he really is. He's really effective. Well, he's such an athlete, you know. Some of the things he can do, nobody else can do. I would hate. He's a guy I would hate to try to cover. See, I think it's less about athletic athleticism with him and more about his smarts. He's just so crafty. Westbrook? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking yeah. about James Harden. No, no, no. no. Westbrook. He's he's uh, sorry about that. On on his end of things, he is. 100% athleticism, and I brought this up with DJ when I jumped on with him earlier today. What happens when that goes? 
when does that when does that go for him? Because we've seen players like him where that are just uber athletes and rely on that heavily. And when that starts to go, they're out of the league. Yeah. Look at look at Tracy McGrady. I mean, he was doing what he did for the Rockets and then uh, against the Jazz in the playoffs, and the next thing you know, you never heard from him again. Well, this is one of the real question marks about how he's going to fit in with the Rockets because he's not a particularly good perimeter shooter. No, in fact, he's poor. He's, and nobody, nobody shoots that poorly and takes more of them either. Right, and so defenses in the past, when he played off the ball, when he did for the Thunder, defenses would relax off of him because they knew he wasn't effective nearly as effective that way as when he's handling the ball. And so that's going to have to change. But the irony here, I mean, well, the difficulty is that James Harden is a much better shooter than Westbrook is. So do you take the ball away from James Harden and make him adjust and give the ball to, to Westbrook? There's no way. No way you... you Harden is going to uh, uh-uh. agree to that? No, it's, it's James Harden's... It's, it's going to be up to Russell Westbrook to fit in. So how is he going to do that? He's not. A, he's not a great shooter. I don't know. And we brought this up earlier. Uh, for such an analytics guy, Daryl Morey sure ignores the analytics when he's making moves a lot, doesn't he? Sure seems like it in this case. I mean, people wondered how it was going to work out with Chris Paul. That's a better fit uh, based on what we see on the floor than, than Westbrook is, I think. Westbrook's a better player right now because he's – Younger, but is he going to bite the bullet and yeah. take a different role? I don't know. And then you know the personality conflict between Chris Paul and James Harden. You think that was born out of what was going on on the floor, or was it more to it than that? Oh, I, I guess that it was born on the floor. I, know, I don't know where it well, went from there. This but. is the way. I, this is why I asked that. Chris Paul. I would rather play with Chris Paul than with Russell Westbrook, because Chris Paul will reward you if you're working your butt off at the offensive end. He keeps his head up. And people will say, well, Westbrook's got all those triple doubles. You know, he, he must uh, uh, pile up the uh, assists as well. Well, yeah, secondarily. But Chris Paul was a pure point guard, to use jazz mm-hmm. terminology. And now, now, personally, I don't know if that's the case. Personally, I based on what we hear, and I don't know if it's absolutely true or not, but based on what we hear... I think that uh, that Westbrook is kind of easier to get along with than Chris Paul. All right, we're live here at Bullfrog Spas, their new clearance center, 7200 South, 700 West. We'll have more big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Some guy in a bagel shop just decides he's got an axe to grind with a lot of the people. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? That's okay? Having been in a similar plight height-wise as this. What are you talking about height-wise? Tony is about 5'1", 5'2". Okay, that is not true. I was once turned down for a school dance, though. Uh, A girl (laughs) said yes, and then later on said no. And I said, oh, okay, well... Kind of bizarre, and she's like, "No, just you're too short." People were all mad about it, and I was like, "I'm so glad she was honest about that." I really was, because then we were gonna go on this date, and it was gonna suck. Disappointing that uh, that was the reason, but I'm glad it didn't work. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from ten to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live here from Bullfrog Spas, their clearance center. Going to be around, but only till the end of the month. You need to take advantage of this 7200 South, 700 West. We'll talk to our good friend Dan uh, coming up here momentarily. Um, Donovan Mitch, our good friend on Twitter, says that when Russell Westbrook's athleticism goes, uh, he will be Carmelo Anthony, just shoot threes uh, and be out of the league. Yeah, because he I'm can't shoot. That right. he, he can't shoot threes. Right. That's his problem. And Melo actually could if he swallowed his pride and actually played a role. So I wonder that. I I, I agree with him. I, Westbrook, when his athleticism goes, he's. I mean, I I think that is the absolute brilliance of Vince Carter. Yeah. Is that? No. Nope. I mean, he was so dynamic athletically when he first got in the league. I mean, very few, if any, have been as athletic as him in the league. And he's evolved his game, and now he's 105 years old, and he's, he's still, still playing. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. He uh, he adjusted to being a role guy. He developed his outside game, and then you combine that with some crafty veteran uh, veteranness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's what going to be forty two next year and still playing in the league and still hauling down a decent paycheck. Yeah, still doing just fine. It's smart. It is smart. But some guys' ego will just not allow them to do it. And Donovan is is great developing and he's developing certainly other things than just his athleticism but if i were to give him advice about his career i would say you know keep the athleticism keep that rolling while you got it but definitely develop that other stuff it'll make your career much much longer and it'll make the present a lot better because really i think one of the most important things for donovan mitchell this year is the read and recognition factor to know when to take the ball when not to yeah when to share it when to take advantage of opportunities that will be presented to him because of the talents of his new teammates and the way quinn snyder is going to utilize those talents so it's going to be up to Donovan to make decisions that, yeah, will help him 10 years from now, but will help him right now and help his team in a big way. That's why I think we've talked about it before that Donovan is in a situation this offseason where physically he's sound so he can make himself better. Last offseason, as you brought up, he, he was hurt. Yeah. And so he wasn't able to work on the physical aspects, but I think it's every bit as important for him to work on the mental aspects this year. I think he's working on both. And he's a smart guy, so you'd think he'd be able to figure it out. He is smart. And the the thing, you got to work on developing that stuff now because when – well, like I always tell you, we argue about Shaq, right, and Shaq not being very good at basketball. You know, he didn't develop all those skills because he didn't have to. And by the time he had to, it was probably too late. So well, you I mean, do it. it wasn't really an argument. You were making a ridiculous statement, and uh, and then I was – correcting you but yeah i mean you'll call i mean it. i was right and insightful and you were way off but yeah <laughs> i think you got pretty well slaughtered on that day didn't you not just from me i'm talking about from our listeners they were killing you that day they can disagree with me but the, deep down in their heart of hearts they know no they can disagree they with you but you're wearing correct. you're wearing your hat that's what you're gonna do no matter I what i am gonna wear my hat Yes, I am. I've been same, proudly wearing it today. Same, same philosophy, man. You're going to stick with what you thought. You are not going to bend at all. It's okay. It's one of your charms. Thank you. Naz, only- must, Naz must just get... At times, doesn't she just want to use her, her law degree to just beat you over the head? Well, she does. I mean, what do you mean want to? <laughs> yes, that happens. That's why That's I need funny. to come in here and be so uh, digging my heels so uh, deeply because oh, here, I, I, here I can. Okay. At home, it's, 
Oh, I was wrong about that. Okay, so wait a second. When you and this is instructive to our listeners, many who don't know how they can learn from your great relationship with your wife. Okay, so she has an opinion about something and feels very strongly about it. What do you say back to her if you disagree? Uh, let's see. Well, you think you're right. Oh, that's the wrong thing to say. Are you kidding well, me? Well, I know you think you're right. Oh, Jake, that's way too condescending. And Oh, that, that can't. I know Naz. That cannot sit well with her. Yeah, I know you think you know more than I know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. The, no, I go uh, extremely well uh, thought out argument. Uh, well done. You sure are smart, honey. You sure right? are just brilliant over there. And then she says, okay, so the matter is solved. Well, I'll t- here, I'll give you an example. I'll, I'll tell you what, a topic we, we absolutely do not agree on that is sports-related is the compensation of the um, U.S. women's national team. Well, I don't team. want to talk about that. I'm tired of that BS. I, I'm comment. just saying that I've also had to retire that conversation in uh, my own home because okay. it's gotten a little. How's it going against political? Are you guys on the same page in that regard? Uh, a lot of times, yes. Well, let's hit the biggies. Sports, uh, politics, and religion. How's all that go for you? We're on the same page more than we're not, I'd Are say. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Uh, we don't... Uh, yeah. yeah. We Well, how about let me put it this way. We both, we, we really do share the same core values. Okay. So, If you do have a disagreement, and I've said this before, but let me make it very clear, okay? Uh, if you're going to have an argument with your husband or wife, do it naked. You have said that before. But it, it works. No, it doesn't. It gets How you can, arrested. <laughs> no, I, I mean at home. I mean out in public. Hey, Austin, when you're out uh, doing that yard work tomorrow and you get in a disagreement with your wife, do not disrobe. Although you'll just be in a loincloth. But if you're inside the house. I haven't told you that yet. How do you know that? Have you been reading my to-do list? (laughs) So if if you have a disagreement and you're in a verbal exchange, strip down. How often have you actually done that? Works every time. How often? Because here's the thing. You've you got people living with you and have no, for a while. My, my wife just looks at me and laughs. So it brings humor into the. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, for, you know, that's not a good sign. Well, no, that's probably not. That's not a good sign. Not, no, what, not the not. reaction you want, no. Well, no. the original reaction was, wow. But after that, you know, through the years. It's... No, I think, I think <laughs> I the way so. you put it first was probably more accurate. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You want to argue with your, with your loved one? Drop the laundry. And everything will be all right. Speaking of dropping the laundry, we're at uh, Bullfrog Spas. We're hanging out at their clearance center, 7200 South, 700 West. We're here in the Riverwalk Shopping Center, 7111 South, Bingham Junction Boulevard, if you want to be exact. And our good friend Dan joins us once again. And, uh, Dan, you guys have a ton of spas, and you've got a a ton of patio furniture. But this clearance center is only going to be here for the rest of the month. So people need to jump on it because this stuff is going to go. That's right. Yeah, we're down to our last couple of weeks here. This is – this is a, a 
a building that we brought these to for uh, a three-month period. We're down to our last couple of weeks. There's still some great selection left. We've we've taken final markdowns. So if you've ever thought, hey, a bullfrog spot in the backyard might be kind of nice, this is a, a fantastic and unique opportunity that uh, that isn't always – it's not always here. Do it, folks. You won't regret it. Have the have the prices ever been better? Have you seen better prices on spas than out here? Uh, no, especially because of the the variety that we have here. The, what the, what this additional space has done for us is it's allowed us to to show some inventory that is you know some some of these are they might be a model year or two old that uh, that were you know on on display somewhere and then came back to us you know that type of thing and so it, it's really given us a really wide range of. Of, of pricing and sizes and that type of thing. So whether you're looking for a big spa for your whole family or just something off the master bedroom for one or two people, we've got it here. And we mentioned the, the patio for, furniture is absolutely gorgeous. And you guys, what did you say, marked off something like 45% out of yeah, all yeah, of Yeah, up to 45% on, on a lot of this patio furniture. We've got uh, sectionals and, pat- and dining tables and fire tables, all sorts of uh, patio furniture. A much higher quality that you're, than you're going to find most places, but at, uh, at prices that, uh, that are very reasonable after those, after those discounts. And, and uh, you know, one thing people ask about this uh, clearance opportunity sometimes is, well, you know, so some of these might be scratch and dance or refurbished models. Do, do they carry a warranty? And, you know, absolutely. You know, as the manufacturer, we back these with a warranty just like every spa that we manufacture and sell. I think it's so cool that people can buy something that is built right here. Yeah, it's, you know... I think Utah products are great. I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I, I was born and raised here, and, and uh, it's fun to be part of a manufacturing company that's based in Utah. But the reality is a product that's built anywhere in the U.S. anymore right. is a pretty big deal. And, and our industry is no different than, than most, where a huge percentage of the spas that are being sold are, are manufactured outside of the U.S. So the fact that we're doing this here in the U.S. and right here in Utah uh, – it, it allows us to hit a, a quality level that is it's beyond what you're going to find in most products just because, you know, good old American manufacturing, we really do know how to build things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with my bullfrog spa, I tell you, it's, it's noticeable. Yeah. It's, the quality is noticeable. And that's, you know, that's what keeps going is well, who wants is to buy a spa that's going to end up causing you more headache than relaxation would defeat the purpose it, right exactly <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, exactly take advantage of it for yourself and i, I gotta say this to our listeners just come check it out yeah because you're you're gonna see some stuff you like uh of course the spas with the furniture as well and dan we can't thank you enough for jumping on yeah thanks for thanks for being out here and come visit us anytime all right come by and see us 7200 south 700 west well more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We want to say a big thanks to our friends at Bullfrog Spas. It's always great to hang out with them, but especially down here at the Clearance Center. Gordon, great deals on these spas. Never going to be lower. Uh, this is the time. If you've been interested, you need to check this place out, 7200 South, 700 West. It's a nice environment, too. Isn't it? it is. It feels comfortable here. But we have the turf. Yeah, exactly. This used to be a uh, like a sports med workout kind of Did facility really? kind of thing. Yeah, and they've. I mean, it's a it's a huge, huge. I mean, it's it's like almost a full football field in here, and it's just covered in spots. You can so. come in here and just check out everything. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Gordon, you got anything fun on tap for the weekend? Uh, let's see. Uh, maybe we'll go play some golf. 
go ahead, get out there and feed mm-hmm. the beast? My wife's really into it. Lisa's really into it. She's turning into a golfer. That's great. I love playing golf with my wife. The, the, is, does Naz like to play? Oh, yeah, she loves it. It's it's one of our favorite things to do as a couple. Really? Oh, yeah. Lisa, can't get, she just keeps, she's like going to a driving range or going out to play every other day. She's got the bug. She does. And uh, I've been playing with her much more this season. And you know what? game's kind of coming around a little bit. You keep saying that, but I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that means I had one good round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you're saying, I'm back. <laughs> it is back. No, I had a good round the other day, and then I went out the next day and played, and it uh, yeah. it was gone. Yeah, well, not completely gone. But Ebbs and flows. I sure that. was smacking it on the driving range the other day. Well, good for you. Austin, uh, you have anything fun on tap for the weekend? Uh, we got Utah Carson's 10 to noon tomorrow. Make sure you don't miss that. We'll be talking about trucks. Not probably not. <laughs> We've done enough of that. Uh, but we, uh, and then I'll be doing some yard work. So, and it's supposed to be what 204 degrees. So yeah, I'm excited. Not. So you, nothing. Special. Are you one of those guys that like puts on the uh, takes your shirt off and has your shorts on and you're out there flexing? Uh, out in the yard as you're uh, working. Yeah, who does? Going to be me tomorrow. Tell you that much. I'm going to be that guy this weekend. So what you're saying, Austin, is you're going to be sunburned on Monday. <laughs> Honey, where's my loincloth? <laughs> <laughs> that might scare the neighbors off. Might a little bit, but hey, you know, it's, it's Austin's is 200 man, degrees. Just like my, just like my hat. You That's do what I, you do, you, Austin. Yeah. You, you go do you, my friend. Although the loincloth, really? Hey, I don't have to live by him. Not my problem. Between your hat and Austin's loincloth, I'm, I'm starting to really wonder about you guys. We're a very self-confident group here. You know, Outside I, of you, apparently. I know. I, you know, confidence is very sexy. Chester would tell you that. I've heard Chester say that before. Oh, we are, uh, think, thankfully, out of time. <laughs> well, makes give me a shout-out on the truck thing tomorrow because uh, I'm still really thinking about that. Okay. Tune in to hear Jeff, I, Jeff Miller's take on Gordon's truck desire on Utah car sets tomorrow. Everybody has a little bit of that, don't they? No. Uh, no? Not everybody. You don't, I don't think no, so. no part of you wants a Subaru's truck. Subaru's all about, you know, clean air and that kind of thing. Not sure it's the show for the truck, but we'll see. Uh, all right. Does Subaru make any kind of truck? No, not not yet, and they don't think they ever will, but who knows. Well, but, but hey, you guys, you know, I know Jeff comes from Mark Miller Subaru and all that, but you guys do a good job about talking about all cars. Yeah, that's that one show. of the things I love about the show is you guys cover all kinds of stuff. Right, and you took care of the truck part for us, so maybe we'll just replay that hour yesterday, I've and it was an hour. i that show a couple times, you know that? You when Austin was hosting? No. Oh, back <laughs> in the have I, have I called when you were hosting? No. Oh my but All everyone's right, welcome to call. 855-340-ZONE. We've got a drawing for a prize. Everyone that calls and talks gets entered, so call. All right. Austin on uh, Car Sense tomorrow morning, 10 to noon. We, we will talk to you on the big show on Monday. Austin, real quick, did you ever get it figured out? I was unable to listen to the movie Zone. Did you get figured out what the, what the worst movie that everybody loved was? Uh, yeah, a lot of people said Waterworld, so... Waterworld. I hated that movie. I, I liked Waterworld. Really? I thought it was dumb. All right, we'll talk to you on Monday on the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs>